Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 87 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Nitrogen used for the first time in an execution. We have the story. Jackie Robinson statue stolen in North Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. The KBI is investigating a fatal officer-involved shooting in Southeast Wichita. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist and Holiday. The dense fog advisory continues in effect this morning. How long will this pattern last? We talk about that in our forecast here in just a few minutes. Alabama has executed Kenneth Eugene Smith by administering nitrogen gas, becoming the first in the U.S. to use a new method of execution. Alabama Department of Corrections Commissioner John Hamm says there was nothing out of the ordinary during the execution. He struggled against his restraints a little bit, but there's some involuntary movement and some agonal breathing, so uh, that was all expected. There was a legal battle in which Smith's attorneys argued he was being used as a test subject for an experimental execution method, but federal judges rejected the bid. President Joe Biden's re-election campaign touts infrastructure spending. We're 10 months away from the election. Superior Wisconsin and Duluth, Minnesota went blue in 2020, and President Biden hoping to recapture that support and change voters' views of the economy. During a stop to Superior Thursday, he unveiled over $1 billion in federal infrastructure spending for a new bridge that connects the states. This funding is part of a larger $5 billion investment led by the Department of Transportation for 37 major projects across America, including bridges, highways, ports, airports. Other projects in this round of spending include a new I-5 bridge between Oregon and Washington, a bridge project in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and highway upgrades in Pittsburgh. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. The Kansas Bureau of Investigation is looking into an officer-involved shooting, including the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office and the Wichita Police Department. It happened around 10.30 Wednesday night at a home in the 2400 block of East Harry. Police responded to a domestic violence with robbery call and found that the suspect stole the vehicle at knife point from a roommate in the 100 block of South Ridge Road. The vehicle was located, but the driver, identified as 43-year-old Larry Armour, sped off. The chase ended near Harry and Green, where the suspect threatened police with a knife before running into a random home. Armour was fatally shot by law enforcement after threatening a person inside the home. There were no other injuries. 
Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Someone stole the Jackie Robinson statue from its base at McAdams Park in North Wichita. Officials say thieves cut the statue at the ankles, carried it off in a pickup truck. Statue weighs hundreds of pounds and is valued at $75,000. The statue was dedicated to Jackie Robinson, the first black player in Major League Baseball. He served as inspiration for the players in Wichita's League 42, his number. League founder Bob Lutz says it's a tragic day for the baseball community and the city of Wichita. We did attain that permission from the Robinson family, including his widow, Rachel. And uh, to have this happen is embarrassing for our community. It's an embarrassment. It's a, it's a, I, I don't know, how, that's, that's the word I can think of. It's a, it's a sad day, in my opinion. Police are asking for help from the public to report any information about this theft. Sedgwick County Commissioners are holding a special executive session meeting this morning, talking about locations for a new mental health hospital here in the county. And they will also discuss options about purchasing land or perhaps even to delay that move. There are four possible locations being considered for the hospital, including 85th North and I-135, Greenwich and 53rd North, Central and McLean, and MacArthur and Meridian. Local and state officials stated last month they wanted to select a location by the end of January. Officials in Arkansas say one of two inmates who escaped a Jefferson County lockup has been recaptured. County authorities say Noah Roush is back in custody. He was apparently spotted in an abandoned home before police were notified. According to a release from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office, Roush tried to run after he was seen by one of the search leaders, Captain Johans Brunson, who, with assistance from a local college's public safety officers, caught Roush. He is suspected in a homicide and was being held under suspicion of residential burglary and property theft. Jatonia Bryant, who is a capital murder suspect, is still on the run. A $2,500 reward is being offered for leads to his capture. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Former President Donald Trump and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley have exchanged words following the New Hampshire primaries. Fox's Mike Emanuel reports from Washington, D.C. Former President Trump is now threatening rival Nikki Haley's donors, warning on his true social they, quote, will be permanently barred from the MAGA camp. Haley fired back on X. Well, in that case, donate here. Let's go. Trump's attacks also getting very personal. One of the biggest donors to Nikki Haley's campaign is this slob known as Reid Hoffman. LinkedIn co-founder Reid Hoffman, a traditional Democratic donor, reportedly won't give more to Haley unless she can demonstrate a path to victory. Another big Haley donor is publicly saying it is over for her this cycle, arguing New Hampshire was a must win. Haley claims she has raised more than $2 million since the New Hampshire primary. KNSS Newstime, now 706, six minutes past seven o'clock. The Kansas City Chiefs are just one win away from getting back to the Super Bowl. And we'll preview the Chiefs coming up in sports. The White House remains optimistic that a bipartisan immigration deal is possible. That story and more just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen's Head. Go Hawk! Seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. The KNSS Morning News with Steve Ted down 710, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. Israel is set to hear whether the United Nations top court will order it to end its military offensive in Gaza during a case filed by South Africa accusing Israel of genocide. 
The International Court of Justice's president will read out the highly anticipated decision today. The ruling comes at an early stage in South Africa's case, alleging that Israel's military action in its war with Hamas in Gaza amounts to genocide. Israel vehemently rejects the accusation and has asked the court to throw out the case. President Biden is heading to the Democrats' new first primary state. South Carolina will celebrate its new status as the first in the nation primary for Democrats this weekend after the National Committee made changes to its primary schedule. Today, First Lady Dr. Jill Biden will head to the Palmetto State to headline a campaign event for educators. President Biden will speak at a dinner Saturday. The chair of the South Carolina Democratic Party in a statement says for the first time ever, quote, the backbone of the Democratic Party, black voters, will choose who they want in the White House first. South Carolina Democrats will head to the polls on February 3rd. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. The White House remains optimistic that a bipartisan immigration deal is possible. Administration officials will work in good faith and hope Republicans stay at the table. White House Deputy Press Secretary Olivia Dalton told reporters aboard Air Force One as doubts grow over a bipartisan immigration breakthrough. We believe that, um, you know, there needs to be action on the border, that we need to come together on common sense uh, compromise on Border measures and border policy and border resources. Republican leaders in the Senate said they have not walked away from talks, but some conservatives are questioning whether the support of potential agreement, if it lacks support from the increasingly likely Republican nominee, former President Trump. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Kansas has news time now, 7 13, 13 past 7 o'clock. All right, traffic update here on your Friday morning commute. A few items. We have a traffic Accident on the northbound lanes of I-235 between Windmill and Zoo Boulevard. The report of a disturbance with a weapon. Police checking this out at Harry and Southeast Boulevard. We have a traffic accident in the westbound lanes of Kellogg at Dugan Road on the west side of town. And the report of a homeless person harassing people somewhere on East Douglas. I couldn't get an exact location on that, but police are checking that out as well. Traffic update, Stephen Ted, KNSS. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Jack Maney. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Stephen Ted. Hope you all have managed to make it in safely with all that fog out there. It is a little thick. A little thick out there. Yeah, it has been pretty thick. It's been really almost the exact same story day after day after day this week, and it's no exception this morning, starting off with visibilities near zero at times all across the Wichita metro. That fog's going to be around through midday. We've got a dense fog advisory that expires at noon today, so watching out for that fog that will not be lifting anytime soon. And once it does go away and dissipate, we'll still be left with cloud cover in our skies, so another gloomy one with temperatures only reaching up into the middle. 40s. There will be a chance of rainfall, especially in the afternoon, although it does look like the latest data has been taking that system a little bit more to the south, so rain showers will potentially sneak as far north as Wichita, but generally the best opportunity for rainfall today will be down to the south. Those will be, and amounts will also be pretty light as well, and generally under about a tenth of an inch. Heading into tonight, starting to cool things down into the 30s and starting to clear some of those clouds out. By tomorrow morning, maybe a little bit more fog, but I think we're going to be clearing that moisture out and seeing a lot more sunshine into this weekend. Temperatures getting up into the upper 40s tomorrow and then reaching up for the 50s by Sunday. Much better weather conditions build in. High pressure takes control and next week is looking a lot sunnier and a lot warmer with highs reaching up into the 60s most of the time as we get into next week. 
What do you think about game time in Baltimore for the Chiefs game Sunday? What, what's what they going to be like then? Well, the system that we're going to be seeing today across portions of southern Kansas and down into Oklahoma, that's going to be making its way east, and by Sunday it'll be over Baltimore. We're going to have a lot of rainfall and t- chilly temperatures in the 40s for the game at 2 p.m. on in Baltimore on Sunday. So if you if you have plans to head on out there to support the Chiefs, make sure that you have a poncho with you. And also, it and yeah, it's just going to be one of those rainy, rain-slicked kind of games. All right. Good. Well, what do we got for our current conditions now? Well, for current conditions in Wichita, it is foggy with a temperature of 38 degrees and some light drizzle at times. All right. Thanks, Jack. Jack Maney with the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast from uh, Kansas Today. Meteorologist Jack Maney, 716 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning. This is the uh, 26th day of January. On this date in 1998, President Bill Clinton forcefully denied having an affair with a former White House intern, telling reporters, quote, I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Yeah, I remember that quote very well. 1998. Baseball. Birthday. Yeah, who we got? Bob Euchre. Yeah, yeah. 89 years old today. The guy who played the second. Uh, the AP says he's 89. What, a lot of other got? sources says he's 90. So I guess there is some kind of dispute somewhere. Yeah. But I found a lot of sources that said he was born in 1934. So All right. He's well. either 89 or 90. He's and he's there. still working. He's still doing Brewers doing games. Brewers oh, yeah. games. Yeah, the guy was like a second or third string catcher with the Cardinals and others. But he he watched he he watched everything. Apparently, he was a clubhouse maniac. Well, of course, yeah. And and, and Johnny Good Carson got to have him around. Johnny Carson would have him on on the Tonight Show all the time. Mm-hmm. Just he, loved him because he, he always said something great. He, he was, was always kind of deadpan. Yeah, and he just cracked up Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny could not keep it together <laughs> when Euchre was around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, funny guy, and, and I think it just just a treasure to our broadcast business. Oh, I agree. Bob Euchre, either 89 or 90 today. Maybe he'll sit side before the day's over. And uh, we'll have a little bit more on Bob Euchre and entertainment news in the blur. Very good. At 835 good. this morning. I wanted to quickly talk about uh, you were working yesterday afternoon and doing some doing Battle of the Books for the USD 259. Continuing quest to be a game show host, which is my lifetime goal. Apparently, uh, you get to host Battle of the Books for USD 259 once a year. Just once a year, huh? How many years have you done that? I know our Uh, probably around 12, maybe 12. Good friend Jim Kobe's done it at least once or twice, hasn't he? He does it every year. Does he too? Yep. Oh, they had a version a couple of three years ago for uh, in uh, my granddaughter's uh, school. This is Catholic schools, and they had a version of that that they did, and. Uh, we got to go and watch him do it. They give him a list, I guess, first of the year, and, and uh, it was amazing to yeah, watch. Yeah, they give him kids. a list of sixty-four books, and these yeah. kids devour them, and then we have a little competition. And yeah, and those kids that we watched with the grandkids, they they were fantastic. So it's a fun show, and you make it fun, right? Yeah, I'm cool. I enjoy doing that every year for you. Time to time, you may say some comment to the young people. What are they? What are they? Ten, twelve? They're in the, like kind of fourth grade. Fourth that grade, range. ten to 12, yeah. ten to eleven. Yeah. Do you ever say anything to them that they just don't understand at all? Yeah, sometimes when I try to make a little wise crack or something, I just, all I get is blank stares. The frame of reference. Oh, they're focused. They're focused on their competition. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to hear me do you know dinner plate comedy. <laughs> all right, Battle of the Books. Can we see that? Can we go to a web page and see that someplace? Yeah, or? there's a website. You can find it on the USD 259 stuff. And you'll, if you're flipping around the channels, it'll, you'll see it on Channel 20 all, all right. year long. Okay, yeah. very good. 718 now, Stephen 10 in the morning here on 719, Stephen 10 on KNSS. And uh, hey, it's uh, time for sports.
with Ted Whitmer. Yeah, don't forget, sports is brought to you by South Central Kansas Problem Gambling Task Force. The next Chiefs game is 2 o'clock Sunday. Kickoff 2 o'clock Sunday. The Chiefs visiting the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC Conference Championship game. Yep, the winner goes to the Super Bowl. Chiefs and the Ravens. And this is a, this is your game to get to the big one. The Chiefs are a four-point underdog heading into this one. Really? The only time these teams met in the playoffs was 13 years ago. And so they uh, here we are 13 years later, and these two are meeting, and the winner will go to the Super Bowl. So a lot on the line. And, uh, yeah, these teams, you know, the, the old cliche, defense wins championships. Well, here you go. These are the top two teams in the league in sacks. These are the top two teams in the league in scoring defense. Chiefs only allow 17 points a game. Bills average allowing 16 and a half points a game. Here we go. As uh, we got the Chiefs and the Ravens on Sunday, the Chiefs are in the conference title game now for the sixth year in a row. And the, the first five of those were in Arrowhead. So this is the first time they've had to do it on the road in this stretch. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. There you go. Think it'll be won by a field goal? I, I anticipate it being close. <laughs> you would think these teams very well be fairly even. Look what the Chiefs last always week. seem to play these games. These games yeah. razor thin. So here's uh, here's what the broadcast situation is. Once you get to the conference championship game and or the Super Bowl, uh, the local radio coverage is restricted to the city they're in only. So unfortunately, Mitch Holtus and the Chiefs radio network is only being heard in Kansas City and not anywhere else, which includes us. So here's what the situation is for the game on Sunday. We will have the Chiefs Radio Network pregame show with Mitch Holtus beginning at noon for an hour. Then at 1 o'clock, the NFL says we have to go to the national coverage of the game. So that'll the whole game will be that. And then after the national coverage of the game, we will rejoin the Chiefs Radio Network for the postgame show after that. So okay. that's what your format is, and that's all per NFL policy. So if you want to listen to the Chiefs, you, get, you do get Mitch Holtus for the pre- and post-game. That is right here, Sunday on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. So there's your situation on that. And, of course, we will have our live Friday morning visit with Mitch Holtus, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, coming up in an hour, in the 8 o'clock hour. The NFL can't regulate that. No, no, no. no, no. So uh, looking forward to getting Mitch on live in the 8 o'clock hour. Do not miss it. Be here for that Chiefs-Ravens preview. The other game in the NFC is the uh, Detroit Lions heading out west to take on the San Francisco 49ers. 5.30 p.m. kickoff Sunday. The winner of that game will be headed to the Super Bowl as well. All right. We do have college men's basketball this weekend. Kansas State on the road visiting fourth-ranked Houston. Live coverage for K-State basketball at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. The game will tip off at 11 a.m. tomorrow over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Seventh-ranked Kansas visiting 18th-ranked Iowa State. Iowa State has not lost a home game this season. That'll tip off at 12.30 p.m. in Ames tomorrow afternoon, nationally televised on CBS. Shockers don't play until Sunday. Wichita State hosting SMU at Coke Arena. Shockers trying to snap an eight-game losing streak. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl will begin their radio coverage at 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will tip off at 2 o'clock Sunday at Coke Arena. Listen to Shocker Basketball on 103.7 KEYN. Once again, going back to those uh, KUK State games, Texas Tech leads the Big 12 Conference. Haven't lost a conference game yet. Then there are four teams tied for second place, and all four of them play each other tomorrow. KUK State games. Wow. 
we will definitely have some standings implications all over the place after tomorrow afternoon in the Big 12 Conference. Juco men's basketball, 21st-ranked Butler Community College taking on Northwest Kansas Tech. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of Butler basketball at 345 tomorrow afternoon, and that is over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And the Wichita State women are home at Coke Arena. That'll be a 5 p.m. tip-off tomorrow on Saturday, hosting Florida Atlantic. And that's sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 723 now. Keep it here for the house call for health. Denver hospitals at a critical point because of migrant overflow. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve. Back in Woodward, 730 on a Friday morning, 38 degrees with fog. The theft of the Jackie Robinson statue from McAdams Park is being called an embarrassment for the city of Wichita. The statue was dedicated to Jackie Robinson and served as inspiration for the players in Wichita's League 42. League founder Bob Lutz says it's a tragic loss for the community. So proud to get that up at McAdams Park. The city of Wichita was a great partner in creating the Jackie Robinson Pavilion. Uh, and now it's just been decimated. And uh, I'm, I'm a combination of every emotion uh, you can imagine except for joy and happiness. Police say they are looking for a silver truck that was seen in surveillance video of the theft. Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers. The jury in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case against former President Donald Trump We'll hear final arguments in this trial today. For about an hour each, the attorneys for the plaintiff and defendant will deliver closing arguments. For E. Jean Carroll, defamation has been determined. The jury must decide if any additional money will be awarded to her. Last year, a jury ordered the former president to pay $5 million to Carroll when it found him liable for sexual abuse against her. On Thursday, former President Trump was the last defense witness, denying Carroll's accusation and expressing displeasure with the hearing in general. In New York City, Gernal Scott, Fox News. A Wichita man convicted of first-degree murder for the shooting death of a teenager three years ago. 27-year-old Jerron Palmer was found guilty Wednesday of first-degree murder in the death of 17-year-old Eric Stokes Jr. at a West Wichita apartment complex over a drug deal. 21-year-old Easton Palmer, Jerron's brother, was also arrested. He pleaded guilty to aggravated burglary and attempted robbery last year in August, and he was sentenced to five years plus in prison. A third suspect, 21-year-old Brecken Elliott, is charged with attempted obstruction and attempted possession of marijuana. Sentencing for Jerron Palmer is set for March 8th. A recall on some types of a popular cough syrup. The maker of Robitussin is recalling several types of cough syrup due to contamination that could pose a serious risk to people with weakened immune systems. The recall affects eight lots of Robitussin cough syrup for adults containing honey. The company says the products may contain dangerously high levels of yeast, which is a natural component of honey, but the levels detected were beyond allowed measurements. Ingesting the contaminated syrup could result in severe fungal infections that could be dangerous for people with weakened immune systems like people have received an organ transplant or those with HIV. The company says it has not received any reports of injury or infection linked to the products. Lee Silicera, Fox News. Israel is set to hear whether the United Nations top court will order it to end its military offensive in Gaza. 
during a case filed by the South Africa accusing Israel of genocide. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. It's been over a week of dense fog and drizzle across south-central Kansas, but finally we see an end to this, and that will arrive here this weekend. Light rain, precipitation off and on today with a high 43. Cloudy, we could see some rain or freezing drizzle as temperatures fall to 32 overnight, clearing on Saturday with a high 42. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And now fog, 38 degrees, a north wind at 7 miles per hour. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 7.34 on this Friday morning, January 26th. We had another gray, drizzly day across central Kansas Thursday. Wichita's high temperature yesterday, just 42 degrees. Normal high is 45. And eight hundredths of an inch of rain fell on us last night, as as of midnight, that is. That's just under a tenth of an inch. That's, a lot of moisture out there. It's just not, it's not coming down very hard. Not very thick. 7.34 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We'll talk a little bit about, if we, can, if we may, about uh, the statue uh, at McAdams Park. There's a lot of news coverage this morning. This thing was uh, was uh, put up there, uh, created by a local sculptor. I, get, I understand he's passed away now. And uh, it's right there where the, the ball diamonds are, where... Uh, they play games for League 42. Now, some of you may not understand what's going on here, but League 42 is a uh, a baseball league, summer baseball league, started by our friend Bob Lutz, who for many years wrote uh, was a sports writer for the Wichita uh, Eagle. And now, over the past few years, he's been doing radio. Radio talk, every afternoon over yeah, on KFH. KFH. Bob and Jeff show. Talk radio. He discovered that he really liked doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Bob's great at that. He is good. And he has he put together this League 42, and one of the things they wanted to do was have a uh, Jackie Robinson Pavilion up there at McAdams Park, which is right off Thirteenth um, Street. Right, yep, yep. Okay, I drive by it every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things was they got they got the money together and, and had this sculpture, this uh, a statue of Jackie Robinson built up there. You know, a nice thing to happen for. But then uh, overnight, a couple of nights ago, somebody came in there. It looks like about three or four guys with a pickup truck. They used something to saw that thing off at the ankles, some sort of a, you know, what would it be? Some sort of a saw that works on metal, I guess. And then they lifted this thing out, put it in the back of a pickup, and drove away. It weighs hundreds of pounds. Yeah. And tossed it in the back of their pickup and drove off. What they're going to do with it, I don't know. And we're going to find out sometime. But uh, the community. Many of us are pretty much outraged about this and, and upset. I'm a Bob Lutz is about. I know what he's he's he's, he's saying nice himself. I know. Yeah, he's he's kind of covering up what he's feeling. Mostly is anger. Yeah, and he, I don't blame him. And but we all do. A part of our community that's 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 a very impressionable. Yeah. That is that is ins- inspirational and yeah. something that's for kids and some some jerk offs come by in the middle of the night and steal it. I, I was looking at that. I looked at the uh, the, the pictures of the, just the feet there, at the base of the of the, the uh, of the sculpture, and I was thinking about the, what happened several years ago when we had a fellow named Gino Salerno uh, from I think he's from Peru. If I remember, I re- interviewed him back in the nineties, and he was going around town and he was taking tree he's tree stumps, abandoned tree yeah. trunks and stumps, and, and, and turning them into art and. 
they were so unique and yeah. cool, and it was something great for our community. And guess what? So somebody started laughing. Eventually, them off. people started defacing them and hacking them up, and Salerno stopped doing it. One of them they preserved was the North High cheerleader, and she is over on 13th, right where I, by my house. Yeah, I've probably seen her up there. And people have him, uh, the, that sculpture is up on the porch. So it's close, and nobody can. They, I hope nobody can get up there and get it. But, but it was great to have that public art yeah, out it was in our community. And absolutely it was, it was very unique. unique. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And, of course, somebody comes along and messes with it. Mm-hmm. Thanks. These, uh, whoever these people are who did this, and I have a suspicion they might, of kind of profiling who they might be and what, well, I don't know what they were up to, but uh, this is something that the people will talk about it. And. It's not going to be out there. I don't think it's going to be out there very long. Now, whether they threw it at the bottom of a, you know, bottom of a sand pit or someplace, who knows? But uh, I think it'll turn up. The uh, community is very. Oh, well, I hope so. Hope we can restore this to its rightful place. Communities, uh, the community is well aware of it. I think or get, getting the notice today that uh, that statue is out there, and we need to get it back and put yeah. it back out there. And it's, just a little bit. But of, it's something valuable. It's worth seventy-five thousand dollars. Yes, they obviously were stealing it, hoping that they can turn it into money somehow. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a, a note about uh, Bob and uh, Bob Lutz and what he's done with League Forty Two. Is they, you know, the kids got something to do in the summer. He figures, you know, it's going to be good for kids to learn baseball. You know, because harping back to the days of we baby boomers growing up, we all played mm-hmm. baseball, all of us. And he wanted to bring that to the community up there in the north part of town and, and, and to kids who might not have money to buy fancy uniforms and whatnot. Which fact, is what kind of youth baseball turned into, something for people could afford it. Right. And Bob's idea was, no, we need youth baseball for people who can't afford it. My grandkids. And that's what's so important to keeping the game alive. It might, not my, really my kids, but my grandkids, some of these kids, they go to they play 80 games a summer. They're on the road. They're mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. Well. There's some kids who just love baseball, but they can't do that. Right. And one of the things Bob... That's been Bob's passion is to get that reinstalled and reignited. One of the things Bob did when he started out, I remember, didn't he have a collection of of, uh, used equipment? And I I bet he got flooded. Oh, yeah, he did. I mean, I know. What do they do after the kids grew up? There's like 14 ball bats in the garage. Just sitting there. And gloves and whatnot. And he collected those. And he started taking donations. I remember... Uh, when he got started, I wrote him a check, and uh, he was very grateful for it. And he's uh, done a marvelous job. It's, a, it's it, this is a, a unique thing in our community it's too. Great, and it does good. To, and he's also here's the other thing, he set up a, a building over there by by the mm-hmm. ball diamond mm-hmm. where kids can go to study and be right. tutored. Tutored, Which is just another great part of this whole thing. Paying attention to their education, and really, show, I think just showing. A lot of kids who may not have this opportunity that somebody cares about them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bob is, when I when I knew Bob in the past when he was writing for the paper, I just thought he was kind of a cynical smarty, smarty pants. But uh, I, think he's, I, I think he's changed a little bit. Do you? A little bit. We all yeah. change as we get a little older. His heart's coming out. We can see it. <laughs> but he's, and he's, he just has this amazing passion for the sport of baseball. He does. And that's all part of this, too. Yeah. So... Somebody knows something about this. Let's uh, get with Crime yeah, Stoppers and get it taken. Let's get this figured out. Get it back and uh, we can get go these on. knuckleheads and support reprimanded. League 42 and these kids. 741 now, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, the Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Hey, Freddy's.
is beginning the new year with a lot of optimism. Okay. Good things going right. on at Freddy's. We're going to tell you about that coming up. Steve is in the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Steve and 10 in the morning, 747 here at KNSS. Three big things. Three. Thieves steal a Jackie Robinson statue in McAdams Park in North Wichita. Two. Kansas Bureau of Investigation looking into an officer-involved fatal shooting in southeast Wichita. One. Nitrogen is used for the first time in a U.S. execution as a convicted killer dies in Alabama. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. And a traffic update here on your Friday morning commute. Just heard the report of a case of vandalism in the 200 block of South Santa Fe near the downtown area. We got four uh, male suspects at least uh, spray painting stuff all over whatever they can find and vandalizing things. So police are heading there to stop them. That's uh, some vandalism and spray painting going on. Male suspects involved in the 200 block of South Santa Fe in the downtown area. On a school south day? of the downtown area. Oh, man. Traffic update. Stephen Ted, KNSS. Dense fog advisory this morning. 20% chance for rain today with a high of 43 degrees. And a 20% chance for rain and freezing drizzle tonight with an overnight low of 31. Saturday becoming mostly sunny later in the day with a high of 41 degrees. Now fog. A north wind at 7 miles per hour. 38 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You know what makes a great gift for any occasion? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Steve is in the morning here on KNSS. The John Whitper Show, Sunday night at 7 o'clock here on KNSS. And John's running for office and decided that while he's running for office, uh, he's going to uh, bring in guest hosts. And this week... Our guest host is uh, Michael Austin, and he's with us this morning, right? Good morning, Michael. Morning, gentlemen. How are you? Well, we're, we're just about a doggone near perfect, you know, but uh, <laughs> you're going to be hosting Sunday night. Have you got a good program lined up for us? 
Oh, yeah, we have powerful guests, powerful topics lined up for you this Sunday night at 7. Um, and I want to do what I can to give you guys a sneak peek. But I'll give I'll say two words, Grover Norquist. Uh, our big headline is Grover Norquist, president for Americans Tax Reform, talking about that single rate passage uh, that both uh, the Kansas House and the Senate just passed out of their chambers. Really excited to have him on. Yeah, that's the thing that it looks like the governor is going to veto that. But as I understand it, Michael, if they can come back with two-thirds majority, they can. can they override the veto if that happens? That's exactly right. So we'll talk to Grover about whether that's possible, why the uh, single rate tax plan is just so good for families and businesses and all the different types of economic benefits that can come from it. And, yeah, we'll sprinkle a little bit of politics into it as well. You're going to look into this thing down in Texas with the the U.S. border and the the razor wire down there? Oh, my goodness, yeah. So we're going to have Michael Letts from InvestUSA uh, here to unravel all that type of complexity behind that recent Supreme Court, what, 5-4 decision that allows the federal government to cut that razor wire at the, at the Texas-U.S. border. We'll talk about its implications. We'll talk about its reasonings and why, of course, we need to make sure that we uh, uphold states' rights and our Constitution. Michael, have you done radio before? No, I haven't. <laughs> You're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty good, bud. All right. <laughs> that sounds great. It's like, First time for everything. Yeah. We just try to pronounce the names right, and you'll probably be okay. So the, Repu- the Republican <laughs> convention is, is, what, this weekend in Overland Park? I've got a note here that uh, there's a meeting, right? Yeah, so it's uh, two days. It's today and tomorrow. Uh, I know we're going to have U.S. Representative uh, Mark Alford out of uh, the Kansas City area on that Saturday night. We'll see how organized the event's going to be. I've heard so many rumors. It's going kind of crazy. But uh, if you want to see what's going on in the state party, I think it would be in your best interest to be there. All right, Michael. Hey, thanks for being with us this morning. We look forward to Michael Austin, guest hosting on The John Whitmer Show, Sunday night at 7, right here on KNSS. 7.51, Steve and Ted, and uh, police found a severed head and other body parts inside a New York City apartment. I'm Gianna Jalosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. A severed head and dismembered body kept on ice inside a New York City apartment. Police made the gruesome discovery this week after an anonymous call to the Crime Stoppers tip line. When cops showed up to the Brooklyn apartment, the woman who lives there, 45-year-old Heather Steins, led officers inside and they noticed a taped-up refrigerator. Police took Steins into custody when she tried to stop them from looking inside the fridge where the body parts were stashed in plastic bags. Steins was taken to the hospital for a psych observation. Police say she she had several outstanding warrants for petty larceny. The NYPD says Steins claimed the body belonged to a local drug dealer that her husband killed in September. Neighbors told the New York Post Steins would have people over the apartment but never let guests in the kitchen. They say the husband is serving jail time in Virginia on an identity theft charge. The medical examiner will ultimately determine the cause of death. The investigation is ongoing. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. On Wall Street Thursday, the Dow closed up 243 points, NASDAQ up 29, S&P up 26, amid signals that the economy is growing more strongly than originally anticipated. The gross domestic product for the last quarter rose by 3.3%. Tesla shares fell after the company reported earnings that missed expectations and they warned of a slowdown in the coming year. Tesla closed down by 25 points, worth about 182 bucks a share. You know those Stanley Cups that people have been lining up at all hours to buy? A big question about them is, do they contain lead? Now the company is saying the products have a sealing material that uses some lead, 
but none of that lead touches any surface of the product that a consumer may come in contact with. Jill Nato, Fox News. And business news now from the Wichita Business Journal. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers turned in a 2023 full of milestones and firsts. It recently had one more to highlight. This month, the Wichita-based fast food chain announced it had opened a company record 62 new restaurants across the country last year as it crossed the 500 location mark. Now, Freddy's leadership has its sights set on opening around the same number of restaurants in 2024, perhaps even setting another record. The company says it has a pipeline of more than 130 locations in development, with uh, between 60 and 70 of those on track to open this year. Freddy's highlighted uh, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and Texas as states where it is poised to grow. And another Wichita-based company expanding. Wichita-based Genesis Health Clubs acquiring two health and fitness clubs in New Jersey, expanding into the northeast part of the United States for the first time. Genesis purchasing the Atlantic Club locations in Manasquan, New Jersey, and Red Bank, New Jersey, in the northeast part of the state. That's near New York City. No terms of sale were disclosed. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Today is National Fun at Work Day. Yes, fight the workday doldrums during National Fun at Work Day. Um, you know, a lot of people are still working from home. I guess if, if do whatever you want to do at home for a fun day. You got any ideas how to have fun at work, Ted? I mean, we've, yeah, not having to do my job. Yeah, if we could just come in and maybe sit around, drink some coffee, and go yeah. home. Yeah, apparently if I just shut off the mics, you and me just go have fun. <laughs> but, oh, we're at work. We have things to do. Yes, as a matter of fact. Which, why is this day is dumb? Yeah, it is dumb. But, you know, a lot of places, they over the past few years, they've said, well, we're going to create a fun day. So you can wear, you know, funny clothes or, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, bring your dog in. Or, and I, thought, I always thought it was pretty silly. Mm-hmm. They come in here to do a job, and, and we're doing it, you know. And, it's, it, hey, it's fun the way we do it, so what the heck. Exactly. Every day is National Fun at Work Day for Steve and Ted. All right. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, as usual, we have a lot of good information, especially on a Friday. Somebody stole the Jackie Robinson statue from McAdams Park. We'll tell you about that. Ted has sports with our special guest this week. Yeah, our live Friday morning visit with Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll preview that Ravens game. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. Mitch coming up in just a few minutes. Don't miss it. Plus entertainment news. The Blur is on the way, too. Looking forward to giving you all your entertainment news in The Blur. That'll be at 835 this morning. And traffic looking ahead at weekend weather on the way in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 4-3. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 